שהתחילה כתובות דף קי"י, המסכת מדדיקטת בי, אליאט שאש, on honor of his wife Esther, and הצלחה לכל בני משפחתו, אמן כן ירצון, we start the new דף קי"י, right on top of the עמוד, מתניתין, משנה, המוציא שטר חוב על חברו, so guy pulls out a שטר חוב, ראובן תל שמעון basically you owe me money, and now he's saying I want you to repay me. And um, the other, Shimon, takes a shtar mechira. Shtar mechira is a, a shtar of sale. Shemachar lo etasadeh. So what are you talking about? After you're claiming that the, uh, the debt was due, uh, you sold me a, uh, a field. And therefore, uh, we have over here that she says on top, Hanoveh hotzi alav shtar mechira. Uh, so Shimon pulls out a start of sale after the loan was due, supposedly. Your start that you're claiming that I owe you money is either forged or parua or was paid already. Because if I was hayab, if I was um, uh, uh, obligated, why would you sell me Uh, uh, you feel what do you sell me you should, you should have just taken the money <laughs> if I owed you the money what, what are you selling me a field for so that's an indication that really I didn't owe you any money so therefore Admon Omer the Nove is able to say that the Shtar again that you pulled out against me the Uven your Shtar is or it's paid because if indeed I was which means you would not have sold me the field at a time where I owed you money selling me a field for I owe you money. You should have just taken the money without selling the field. The fact that you're selling a field must indicate that I didn't owe you any money. So that's a, a sign. say no. Actually, Reuven was a pikeah. He was actually clever. Because he sold them a field. Why? Because now we can take the field back as a collateral. Which means, before this guy, Reuven, sold the field, he was worried that maybe Shimon's going to hide his assets. That is one type of asset you can't hide, and that's real estate. And therefore... The Oven was concerned, I'm going to come back to Shimon and ask to get paid. He says, I'm sorry, I don't have any assets. So what do you do? We sold him a field. Once he sold him the right. field, then he comes up and says, okay, now pay me back. And he can't say, I don't have any assets. We're talking about, I just sold your field. I know exactly where it is. And therefore, that she says, Shimon will be able to hide his assets. Al-Khoban, he would never, he would never place the event to, to take his payment. Actually, you told him the cargo, but now we can take the cargo. So the Gemara comes up and says, Mai ta'ama the Rabbanan. What's the reason of the Rabbanan? Shapir ka'amar admon. I mean, admon has a good claim. Basically, if, if, if the event actually is old money, why would he be selling him a field? <clears throat> why, why would he be selling him a, a field? Just to take the money from him. <clears throat> from the fact that he's selling him a field, sounds like, that actually, uh, that star may be forged or may be paid already. Then wh wh why would he have to sell him a field? Give him the money for nothing. You owe me the money. Why would I give you a field and get paid? He should get paid because he's owed the money. So the Gemara says, There was a certain minhag in certain places where they would actually pay first and then they would write the star. Interesting, when you're buying a property, different, different customs. So one custom was you pay. You pay the money. And after the money is paid, then you write up the start. So in that case, everybody agrees, <coughs> which means there's no machloket. The matzi amarle, that Shimon can tell the Uben, which is once, <laughs> once, once, once you, once I gave you the money, that's it. You have the money. What did you sell the field for? You got paid back. In the case where they give the money first, then everybody agrees that the claim at one is correct. We can come along and say, I gave you the money. Why would you give me the field? You didn't have to give me the field. 
the money was given over already, and that you should have taken it as payment for the loan. Everybody will agree in that case. However, keep the is in the case where the custom was to write a star first, and after they write the star, so therefore it's binding, so then they're ready, they pay the money. Admon Sabar, so Admon comes along and says, well, once he wrote the star, that already is a proof for Shimon that he's not have any money. And therefore, he cannot come along and say, no, I sold it to you only in order to get a collateral. Why? Because when you wrote that star, you should have also included what's called the moda'a. Moda'a means you should have told two people at least, that listen, I'm only doing this in order to get my, 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 my debt back. The fact that you didn't clarify it at the time, that indicates that you were selling it and there was no debt over here at all. If there was a debt, you should have specified at the time of giving the star that you're doing it in order to, uh, 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 to, to, to just get him, get him a property so he can take it back. Rabbanan Sabri. Rabbanan said, no, that's not an option. Why? Havra, Havra, Itle. People have friends, and your friend has a friend. And the friend of your friend, Havra, Itle has a friend as well. And therefore, that's not an option for him to go tell two people what his intention is, because if he would have done that, then Shimon would not have bought in the field. Because what ends up happening? People talk. And people say, oh, yeah, you hear what's going on? He's selling in the field, so he can take it back. Uh, don't tell anybody. Why don't you tell somebody not to tell anybody? Why anybody goes to tell the next guy? I keep it a secret. Before you know it, it'll get back to Shimon. And therefore, Rabbanan said that even if he wrote the star first, he can have a claim and say, the reason why I didn't tell anybody about it is because I didn't want it to get around. And therefore, my intention really was just to give him the field so I could take it back as a result of the loan. Admon says no. Admon says, he doesn't go with the seven of Havra Havra. And then he just says, if indeed, you were doing it for that intention, you should have uh, given a moda'a. The fact that you didn't give a moda'a must be you actually sold it and there was no outstanding debt over here. And that is the case of the Maha Lo Kid. Okay, Rabotai, now we move on to the next Mishnah. Okay, case number two. We have a case now with two people, Uven and Shimon, both pull out Shtarot against each other. Uven says to Shimon, you owe me money. Shimon tells Uven, you owe me money uh, also over here. Fine. So basically, they both have uh, uh, claims on each other. Admon Omer, so Admon comes along and says that Shimon is able to tell Reuven, what are you talking about? If I was actually Hayab, as you're saying, Reuven, that I'm Hayab to pay you, why did you borrow money, money from me afterwards? That means the Uven's uh, the, the, the Uven borrowed money uh, 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 after uh, after Shimon. So therefore, Shimon is able to come along and say again uh, to the Uven, if indeed it's as if you're saying that I owe you money because uh, you start, you have a start. So why did you borrow from me at a later date? If I owe you money, why are you borrowing from me? I owe you money. Ella must be that it's a forge. And therefore, oh, yeah, that's the shita of Admon. Basically, the two legal stars let Reuven pay Shimon and let Shimon pay Reuven. Let's just read that. The start of Reuven is uh, uh, early, is written earlier, uh, uh, and then what? And, and Shimon is written later. Shimon can tell Reuven. Why did you borrow from me? If I owe you, why did you borrow from me at a later date? You should have said, pay me. Why are you borrowing money if I owe you? Therefore, Shimon can have that claim to the woman and say, jump in the lake. The fact that you came to borrow money from me, that shows you I don't owe you anything. You should have just taken your money back. And Achamim say, no. Even if it's an equal amount, 500-500, let's say. Which we don't say, well, it's a push. I owe you 500, you owe me 500. The Gemara actually will say that we nafka to make each guy pay. You'll see it's, it's going to be a, 
a situation over here. I would have said, well, the Ben says you owe me 500. Shimon says you owe me 500. I would just say, okay, cancel. It's an offset. But as she says, we don't do that. We actually go to Bedin and make them take the payment from each other. We'll see exactly why that is the case. Okay. Go to the Gemara. The Gemara is going to explain this. Itmar, we have a statement. Our case of the Mishnah. Reuven pulls a start against Shimon. Shimon pulls a start against <coughs> Reuven. Rav Nachman Amar So Rav Nachman says what? Sounds like both starot are legitimate. Each one collects from the other. Rav Sheshat Amar. Rav Sheshat says, What do you need to just switch uh, 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 weights that are equal? Anyway, just go on. You go into the motions? Okay, you take the 500, I give you back the 500. You don't got to go through the motions. I'm going to keep what they had. And Shalom Ayyusayel, she says, Nice carrying two, let's say, uh, uh, pieces of leather. And they equal the same weight. He's not going to switch hands. If it's just, normally when you have something different weight, so you, you switch hand because you know, the right hand, let's say, is stronger. But if they're the same weight, what's the purpose to switch hands to the right, to the left, left to the right? It's, 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 it's futile. So therefore, according to the Shishat, he's saying, what do you just have to switch hands? You give me the 500, I'll give it to you back. So the Abraham said, now we get to the Mahlokan. Everybody will agree. Ben, Rav Shishat. Ben, Rav Nachman. That's Kula'am and this Kamara. Idit ve'idit. Benunit, benunit, ziburit, ziburit, matartahu. Let's say both the Uvenich have equal properties. They both have idiot, which is the highest property, or they both have benunit, which is the middle property, or they both have ziburit. So therefore, they both have the equal fields. So therefore, why do I got to give you the ziburit to get it back, or give you the benunit to get it back, or the idiot to get it back? If all things are equal, everybody will agree, even uh, uh, Rav Nachman, that hapuchem matarta. So where's the mahloket going to uh, be? Uh-huh. They don't have the same amount of fields. One has uh, Benunit, which is middle field, and one has Ziburi. Let each one pay each other. Why? So let me explain you what that means when we say Gebara. Normally, we have a law that says that when you're a Balchov, which level field are you allowed to collect from? The law is Balchov Gobebe Benunit. He collects from the middle field. Now, the question is, what is considered a middle grade field? How do you judge it? So they pointed out Nachman, he holds it is relative. It is relative not to the world, but relative to your fields, which means we look at your portfolio and we see what you have. And therefore, no, if it's only one, so then we have to look at the field on its own. But when you have, let's say, two fields already, so now already it's a relative benonit based on what the person has. So now let's see exactly the case. The case is talking about over here where one guy had benonit and one guy had ziburi. Let's say Uven and Shimon. So now, the guy who's got the ziburi, what does he do? benonit. He will take benonit field. Okay, let's say Uven will go to Shimon. And Shimon has Benunit. So what does he do? That's the only thing that he has. Like you said, he only has Benunit. That's what you get paid. Now, the uh, 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 Uven takes Shimon's Benunit. Now, what does he have, the Uven? He has Benunit and Ziburit. Now, once you have Benunit and Ziburit, the Benunit becomes Edit. Because that's your best field. That's your, and then your Ziburit now becomes the Benunit. So therefore, what's Shimon going to end up getting paid? Ziburit. So therefore, there will be enough kamina in paying each other. Because since they have different grades of fields, and it's a relative uh, benoni, so the Obed's going to get a benoni field, so one's only going to get a ziburit field. As the Gabriel says, ati ba'al ziburit vegabelele benonit. The guy that got the ziburit field, he'll pull the benoni field from the other guy. However, the habi, the habi gabe edit. Now that benoni field turns into edit. Ve'ata hu veshakil ziburit. And the other guy, the Uvez, they end up taking what? The Ziburit field, because he can't take the Benunit field that the other one took. Why? Because that Benunit field now is Edith. 
And then since it's AD, he can only take these. So there is enough Kamina by switching. It's not just like, you know, okay, what's the difference? Right. Because we're talking about over there have different types of now let's talk, now let's talk about He said, "What are you just What are you doing over here?" He holds it's not relative. It's not relative a benunit field. A benunit field is whatever the world judges as benunit field, not regarding your portfolio. So what's going to happen? The first guy has Benunit. So what is that? Mean? He's going to take the Benunit. What's the other guy going to do? Take it back. And therefore, and therefore, that's the Ma'odin of Sheshat and Nahmam. How do you look at a Benunit field? Is it relative to the person's own portfolio or is it fixed according to the world standard? And the Nafkamina is going to be where they have different uh, fields. One has a Benunit, one has a Zimurit. Nafkamina is going to be uh, 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 in, in such a case. So the Yamada comes along and says, wait. What would you say? You said the Ziburit guy takes the Benunit field first. And therefore, what's going to end up happening? The other guy is going to get, uh, 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 not going to be able to take the Benunit field because that becomes an Edit. And he's going to end up taking the Ziburit field. Why do you start with him? Why do you start that the Ziburit guy takes the Benunit field first? Start, start the other way. Let the Benonit guy come Beresha and let him take the uh, Ziburit, which means and then let him what? Let him let him take it back. Let's read it again. Why did you say that what? That the Baal Ziburit goes first and what? And he'll benefit. Why is he benefiting? Because he's basically getting a Benonit field. Why, why, why do you make him go first? Let the Benunit, Benunit Beresha, and let him take the Ziburit, and the other guy will get now. Now, what does he have? He has a Benunit, Benigbi Ziburit, and therefore now the Baal Benunit will take first from the Ziburit, and then uh, 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 the other guy uh, will take uh, uh, his. his uh, uh, Right, he'll take Zimurit back, which is bottom line. By starting it one way, you're giving one guy the advantage over the other. Start it the other way, and the other guy gets the advantage. Exactly. How are you going to decide? Somebody over here is going to get an advantage of getting a better field than the other one, depending where you start. Rabbi, Rabbi, I think one of the ways they're even. The other way, there's an advantage. No? According to Rabbi Nachman, let's review Rabbi Nachman. He has Ziburit. So he's going to take Benunit. Correct? So he got an advantage. He got Benunit field. Now, the other guy, Shimon, where is he going to end up taking from him? He cannot take the Benunit. But the Benunit is able, he's going to end up taking Ziburit. Okay, so you say, well, so therefore, one got an advantage over the other. One got Ziburit and one got uh, uh, Benunit. So the government is like, why, why do you start it that way? Start it the other way. Let the Benunit guy start. The guy who has the Benunit field. Let him take the Ziburit. So therefore, he comes down and gets Ziburit. And now what's the other guy going to end up getting? Also Ziburit. Because bottom line, when he takes it back, it's also a relative uh, uh, Benunit. So they're equal. So they're, well, why did you make it that they get an advantage when they could really make it that everybody's going to get the same quality? So the Gemara says, oh, you're right. If, 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 you're definitely right. But Lord Sadiq, you know what the case is talking about? The Kadim Tab'e. Strange. Yabana <laughs> said that the Ba'ad Ziburit came to court first, and his claim was, was, was given first. So there's a reason why we're letting the Ba'ad Ziburit take the Benunit field, because he, he, he came first over there, and therefore uh, he, he benefits. So the Yabana says, I understand. He can't, was it first come, first serve? So, so, bottom line, at the time of payment, they're, they're the same time, which is what happened when, when, when the first guy came, the Ba'ad, uh, the Ba'ad uh, Ziburit. Then the Ba'ad Benunit came and said, hold it, he owes me money. At the time of payment, bottom line, they're the same. Whatever, why do you start with the, the Baal Zibuit more than the Baal Benonit? So the Gemara says, you're right. Uh, good uh, uh, good question. So therefore, the Gemara explains the Mahlokit differently. Again, we're trying to explain the Mahlokit between Rav An and Nafshisha. Two guys have claims against each other. You owe me, no, uh, you owe me. What does Zab Nachman say? Switch. You pay him, you pay him. And what does Nafshisha say? No, no, no. 
it's equal. Just call it, call it a day. It offsets. What's the machlokin? Ela lo la had iditu benonit. Really, we're talking about one guy has idit and benonit. Ve'itle lehad ziburi. And the other guy only has ziburi. So we're changing the case. Mor sabar, Rav Nachman holds what? Beshelo hen shamin. And therefore, beshelo hen shamin, it's a relative uh, assessment over there. <coughs> and therefore, when the guy has idit ubenonit, oh, so yes, when he, when he has idit ubenonit, when we say zegobeh bezegobeh, he'll actually take benonit. Because if the guy has edit and ziburit, what, what does he have over here? If he has edit and, if he has edit and benonit, I'm sorry. So the edit the benonit is benonit. So he'll take actually a uh, benonit. And therefore what? And what's going to happen? When you can take the other one, he's all going to take ziburit. L- l- let's speak it out. Let's read the dashi over here. When she says, Elonet Sadiqa, that she says, that she says over here in the Bura Matheel, talks of, okay, more social shamin, the lava for him matartahu, the meman of Sheikh Ikarabha, the Baal Ziburit, which means in this case over here, the guy who has the Ziburit, no matter how you started, is always going to benefit. Get the case. One guy's got an Edith and a Benoni, and the other guy's got just a. Ziburit. So no matter how you start it, let's speak it out. The Ziburit goes first. What is he going to get? A Benoni. Okay, so he gets a Benoni. Now what, is, what, is, what, is, what does he end up happening? He has now a Benoni and a Ziburit. The other guy's going to only take a Ziburit. Good. Now let's go the other way. If you start the other way, what's the guy going to get first? He's always going to get a, a, a Ziburit. And therefore, what is he now in his, in his portfolio? A deep Benoni and Ziburit. The other guy's going to take the Benoni regardless. So therefore, no matter how you uh, uh, it turn it around, the guy with the Ziburit is always going to benefit. He's always going to end up with a Benunit field, and the other guy is always going to end up with a Ziburit field. So that's the case that we are talking uh, about. But according to Rav Sheshat, he says, no, it's not a relative assessment. It's a world assessment. Therefore, a Benunit is a Benunit no matter where it is. So bottom line, he'll take the Benunit, he'll take it back. And therefore, that's why Hafuchem Matata Lama Lee. Uh, so Gabarak comes along and says, now that you say Rav Sheshat, we're going to ask a question on Rav Sheshat. What's Rav Sheshat's opinion again, Nabotai? What do you have to switch hands for? It's all uh, it's all the same. Right? You're going to break even anyway. So Gabarak says, Tenan, okay, but we have a problem. I mean, Rav Sheshat, you're going, against, you're going against the rabbis of the Mishnah. What did the rabbis of the Mishnah say? Reuven says you owe me money. Shimon says you owe me money. What do we say? Which sounds like you switch monies. According to Rav Sheshad, So how did he learn the Mishnah? Look how intellectually honest Rav Nachman was. Rav Nachman explains the Mishnah for Rav Sheshad. Even though he's arguing on Rav Sheshad, but he says, listen, that's, a, that's an easy question. I can answer for Rav Sheshad. Kegon, Okay, the, the, the due dates were not at the same time. That means one debt was due after five years and one was after 10. So therefore, you cannot come along and say uh, that what? That, that let it be a push. What do you mean let it be a push? The guy's money is due now. So therefore, we're talking about two starot that the due dates are at a different time. So they're, they're, they're not at the same time. So you can't just come along and say, okay, it's a push. When it's a push, I got five more years. And therefore... That's why the Mishnah says, Zegoveh, The Gabbara says, hold it. What's the case? Let's say Shimon borrowed for 10 years. The Shini, and let's say the Uven, the Hamesh, for five years. Fine. <coughs> and now what happens? Before the 10 years are up, now they're coming to Bedin. Let's go back to Admon's opinion. Where's Admon's opinion? What was Edmond's claim? If I owed you money, why would you borrow from me? Hold it. I don't owe you money yet. It's still five. I still have five more years. That's not a claim. What was Edmond's whole claim? Edmond's whole claim was that Shimon could tell the Uven, the Uven, you say I owe you money? If I owe you money, why did you come borrow from me? 
You should have just taken the money back. Why are you borrowing from me? But wait, if Shimon doesn't owe the money yet, oh, if Shimon doesn't owe the money yet, that's why, uh, uh, if Reuven doesn't owe the, uh, the money yet, so that's why he's borrowing. So we, what, 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 what does one thing have to do with the other? So therefore, again, Edmond. What did Mon say in such a case that Shimon can tell Reuven, if I was obligated to you, how are you borrowing me? Which means Shimon's loan did not come, come due yet. And therefore, he needs to borrow the money. He doesn't get money. Because he wasn't able to collect the money from Shimon yet. Understand what happened? Shimon's loan is not due till later on. So therefore, Reuven has to borrow money from Shimon. So he's like, oh, what do you mean? If, if, if I owe you money, why would you come and borrow from me? Why would I come to borrow from you? Because your debt is not due yet. That's why I need to borrow from you. <laughs> What's one thing I do with the other? So therefore, Ela must be talking about the Shon Lechamesh Vishini Le'eset. So there must be the case of talking about that Shimon's loan is five years and the second loan is 10. That means what? That when Reuven comes along, already Shimon's debt is due already. And that's why Edmon can have a claim. That means when, when, when the event comes to Shimon, already Shimon's debt is due. It's five years already. He's the one that owes him five years. So therefore, in that case, the event, uh, in that case, Shimon can tell Levi, uh, uh, event, hold it. If your star is a real star, why are you lending for me? I owe you money at this point. And I must be your star. It's because Shimon's loan was due already at five years when the event came to borrow. And therefore, Shimon is the five-year uh, note, and the Oven is the ten-year note. The Oven comes to Shimon. When does he come to Shimon? After five years. And he comes along and says, lend me money. <laughs> so Shimon can come along and say, wish you lend me money. And they say, pay me. I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a note. What are you talking about? That note is for, why would you borrow money from me if I owe you already? And therefore, that, 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 that's the case you have to say in the Mishnah. So the Kibbutz comes along and says, wait, wait, wait. What's the case? If already the first loan was up, meaning that what Shimon owes the money, the five years is up already, and then what? Then the Uven went and borrowed money from Shimon, and now the Uven is going to come along and say he wants his money back, which means that Shimon can come along and uh, take out the start that says what? That uh, uh, he can say, I'm not high of anything over here, because you, 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 if the loan was due already, so therefore the Uven still has a claim. I'm sorry, Shimon still has a claim. Shimon uh, uh, borrowed money for, uh, 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 Reuven borrowed money for five years. Good. And therefore what? Now the five years are up. The five years are up. Now Reuven comes to borrow money from Shimon. If that's the case, Shimon definitely could say, hold it. I owe you money already, according to you. Why would you borrow money if I owe you money? So that cannot be the case. That means, Edmond's yeah. makes perfect sense. My time at Rabbanan. What's the reason of the of the rabbis? Edmond makes sense if the loan is due already. Shimon could always say, why are you borrowing money if I owe you money? What would be the logic of the rabbis? If the loan was due already, Shimon has a good claim. Why are you borrowing money from me if I owe you? So the Gavara says, ah, oh, you know what you're going to tell me? The time didn't come yet. Wait, so if the time didn't come yet, if the loan, let's say, it, it's before five years. So it's before five years, Shimon does not have a claim to say, why are you borrowing? I'm borrowing because the, the, the loan is not due yet. That's why I'm borrowing. So we really don't have the case. What is the scenario that one is five years and one is 10 years? Either way, you're going to learn the case. It doesn't make sense. Either Admon or Hakamim. So the Gemara says, La Okay, when did uh, uh, the Uven uh, come over here? He came to borrow money on the last day. On the last day that the loan was due. That means what? It Shimon uh, borrowed money uh, uh, for five years. Beautiful. Four years and 364 days. And the last day, the Uven comes to borrow money. Now the question is like this. Mor sabad. Come along and say that what? That a person uh, uh, borrows money for one day, even though tomorrow he's not going to need it. And more sabbat, and what does Edmond hold? A guy doesn't borrow for a day. I'll explain to you exactly what's going on over here. A guy knows he's getting paid tomorrow with that. 
is you're gonna go borrow from that guy no. today. So, so that, that's what Edmond says. Edmond says, no, you know you're getting paid tomorrow. Why are you borrowing money? Just wait, wait, wait a day. And that's why he says, Shimon can come along and say, if you borrow from me today, that means your start is Mizuyaf. Mashiach and Hakamim say, no. Bottom line, God needs the money today. Tomorrow is a different day. And therefore, they go there, they go there. That, that's the okay. Look, what's the nature of a person when there's one day left to the, uh, to, 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 to the debt? Will a person go borrow on that day? Hakamim say, will. What does it help me, Hakamim say? Today is Tuesday. I need the money today. I'm, but you're going to get paid tomorrow. Tomorrow, I, mean, I, I need the business today. I need the money today to pay, to pay something. What's going to help tomorrow? Tomorrow, going to put me in jail. So therefore, Hakamim say, and what does Edmond say? Eh, for one day, he'll work it out. He'll tell the guy, come back tomorrow. I'll have more money tomorrow. I'm not going lending, borrowing money now, right? A whole start for something that I normally get paid tomorrow. So that's the old mahlokan over here when the guy came on the last day. <coughs> How do we look at the case? Rami Barhama Amar. Okay, new answer. New answer, Rabotai. Now we have a different way. Again, let's, let's review what, what we're doing over here, Rabotai. We have a shita of Rav Sheshat. Rav Sheshat said what? That hafuche matarta lamali. What do you got to swap for? Uh, he owes five hundred. He owes five hundred. It's a, it's an offset. Well, we said, what do you mean? But the Mishnah said zegove be zegove. So that's shitap hakamim. So the shitap is amorai cannot argue on the shitap hakamim. So the first answer we gave, no, to my way, one star is, is 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 longer than the other, and he came on the last day. And then that's the whole mahlokan over here. Since he came on the last day, Hakimim come along and say he does owe the money uh, because the person uh, does borrow for one day. And then we'll say you, you collect uh, uh, both of them. And uh, the other rabbi says no. And one says no. You don't collect both of them because nobody does that. Therefore, that's a sign that he may never borrowed the original money. Fine. New answer. New answer. Oh. One of the sides over here, we learned initially one of the two stadim in the Mishnah, the Uven and Shimon. Now we're saying, no, it's not the Uven and Shimon. It's the Uven and the Yetumim of Shimon. One of the stadim over here is actually the, the children over here. And the, it's what, what's happening. The children are trying to come collect the debt of their father. The Yatme Migbagabe. Rule of Yetumim is they could collect. However, Agbuye. However, we don't collect from the Yorshim, the Chovot, that their father was obligated, unless he left them Karka. And we're talking about over that these Yetomim do not have Karka, and therefore that the other side can take. So that's why the Achamim uh, 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 said in the Mishnah uh, that what? And that's why the Achamim did not say that each guy keeps keep, keep, keeps their item. You, you can't keep their item. Achamim cannot say in the Mishnah, it offsets. No, it doesn't offset. The Yatomim are going to get paid, yeah. and the other guys are not. Achamim cannot say, everybody keep your stuff. No, 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 keep your stuff. In this case, over Yatomim have an advantage. But the Gemara's way. But Achamim didn't say, which sounds like the Yatomim collect, and the other guy doesn't. It says, it sounds like both sides are collecting. What do you mean? If it's Yetomim, it's not so. The other side doesn't collect from the Yetomim. How could Akhamim say, So the Buddha said, Which means, And the other guy is Ra'ui, but in the Karka. And the since the Yetomim don't have Karka, he cannot get. That's all it means. Now the Gemara comes along and says, no, what are you talking about? First of all, I have two problems with the way you're learning the Mishnah. I have two refutations on what you just said. First of all, it says, so don't tell me with your thumbs. No, I mean, come on, that's Doha. It says, so, 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 so do, do me a favor. The odd, like, binu so the Gemara comes along and says, There's a simple fix for that. Let Shimon pay the Yitomim back in Karka, and then what? Take it back. 
what's the whole reason we said? Because in Turkey, I can't call it. Exactly. So they were, we have a scenario of Zegobe Bezegobe. Let Shimon pay his debt back in Karka. He'll take it back because he can take it back. Now, how, how do we know you can do such a thing? If you to me collected Karka from the debt of their father, the Malchov actually can come along and take it. And therefore, why, according to Rav Sheshad, the Nachamim say that uh, uh, the two sides are uh, uh, Govim? We should just say what? Everybody just stay put. Which means, bottom line, why do I have to give the car to take it back? You stay put. It's hafuchem matanta. Because that's what Rav Sheshad holds. But how can we don't say that? If it's like you're learning Yitomim, first of all, it says Zegobe Vezegobe. So you can't tell me, no, Zegobe Vezera Zegobe And if that's the case, why should it be Zegobe Vezegobe? Because part of my, what are you telling you? You give the car and take it back. So why would Achimim say, if it's Yitomim, Zegobe Vezegobe? You know, the Gemara answers this question, Kasha. It's actually a good question, which is the answer of Rami Barhama that wants to answer the Mishnah according to Rav Sheshat that we're talking about Yetumim is actually cash. Yeah, it is difficult. Very good. Now the Gemara comes along and says one more point before we finish this. No, maybe we can answer it. Really, we're talking about Yetumim. And we'll give the case like this. Ziburi. There we go. The Yetomim have Ziburit. The Itle Ledide. And the other guy, Shimon, let's say, has Edit Ubenonit. So now what's going to happen? The Azli Yatme Gavu Benonit. Okay, that's very good. The Yetomim, they come along and they take Benonit because that's the law. They take Benonit. Umagbudehu Ziburit. And what? And then Shimon will only take back. Inferior, only take back Ziburit. Now, why? Even if you're going to come along and say that it's not a relative Benunit, it goes according to the, to the world. Uh, we have a rule. Yetumim always pay Ziburit. Which is, what, what did the Yetumim have? They had Ziburit. And now what happened? And now they took back a Benunit. Oh, he cannot take the Benoni. Even if you go according to the world standard of Benoni, because Halakha says, Yetumim, whenever they pay back their father's debt, they only pay back Ziburi. And therefore, even according to Nav we understand why Zegobe is Zegobe, because it's different payments. Shimon is only going to get Ziburi, and the Yetumim are going to get Benoni. Lachen, it says in the Mishnah, Zegobe is Zegobe, because it's not Hafuchem Matarta. עוד they pay the cheaper fee. They pay the 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 the, 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 the so, that, so that's why the banan say zegobe bezegobe because it's a different payment. Exactly. So the Gemara says, wait, wait, that which we say that the yetumim only have to pay ziburi echad de lo tafis. That's where the balchov didn't grab. However, Amar echad de tafis tafas. But if the balchov grabs benonit, mashu mashu grab grab. No, 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 no. Oh, so therefore, we're talking about over here, in this case over here in our Mishnah, uh, uh, the Baal Chob already has the Benonit. Wow, which means, <coughs> the Baal Chob over here, we said, has indeed the Benonit, correct? So what's going to happen over here? He's holding the Benonit already. Which means, what's going to happen? The, the Yetumim are going to take the Benonit. 
he could say what I was sophisticated the because I had it first. So therefore, in such a case over there, you're back to the question. Why would Achamim say In this case, we consider it as if the uh, Shimon was already holding the peace. Why was he holding? He was holding it first. Don't do you to him owe Shimon money? Yes. Yes. Okay. What do they owe him? They owe him Ziburi. Because the Yutim only yeah, pays yeah. the money. But guess what? What's the law if Shimon... Tafas, Tafas. So therefore, in that case over there, what should I do? Give it to you to get it back? I had it already. So, so, so in that case over there, we're back to a question. Uh, so, so you, you can't you explain. You say Chachamim will not be explained. Yeah, you cannot explain that. That's why Rabbi Mahal is difficult. Only can be explained. <laughs> it's the first way. It's the first way. Exactly. Exactly. You cannot explain it in this way over here because... It would not make sense why Hakamim would say Zegobe Bezegobe. Lama Zegobe Zegobe. This is how we came out today. Holding the Benoni to it. I'll give you the Benoni to get back. So, therefore, the only one scenario for So, we got to go back to the first answer, and we cannot answer according to Rabbi Barahamma. All right, Abotai. Now we move on to the next Mishnah. Shalosh Arasot Lenesuin. There are three regions in Eris Israel regarding marriage. Let's discuss this outside for a minute. When a person gets married, the big question is, where's the couple going to live? So therefore, there's a big discussion over here if they have a mahloket, where one couple says, I want to live over here. And she comes on, I want to live in, in, in a different place over there. So there's, we divide Eretz Israel into basically three regions. And therefore, in these regions, you cannot force one of the spouses to move from one region to a, to a different. What are the three regions? Yehuda, Eber Yarden, Dagali, and Motsi'im. You cannot force your spouse to move from one city in one region to a different city in a different Where region. No, no, no. Well, stop. You, you have three different regions over yeah. here. So now let's say they're coming from this region over here. Both of them yes. Region. So you cannot force them okay. to move to a different city or a different crack. Crack is a big city. And what's he? He cannot force his wife to move meaning from one region to a different or in a different region. But in the same region, the husband could force his wife to move from one city in the same region to a different city or a big city. You can go from city to city in the same region or you can go from big city the big city, but you cannot go from ir to krach or krach to ir. Small to big or big to small, the same thing. Now, that's the first opinion. However, we have another opinion. Amazing. Upgrade. Right? You could go from a bad dwelling to a, it forces her to go to a good dwelling. But you can't force her to go from a good dwelling to a bad. Wow. She's happy in the, in the in the bad dwelling, in the inferior dwelling. Keep on it. Why? Look at this big hadush of the Mishnah. That new uh, uh, new uh, uh, neighborhood makes the lady sick. Now she says, Top line in Amazing. You move to a nice fancy new neighborhood. Uh, the food changes. Now you start eating fancy foods. Now there's pressure, social yes, pressure. Can have a When the guy was living in the in the in the, in the, in the simple neighborhood in uh, there is nobody had anything. There's no stress. There's no worry. Everybody's now you move to Ersalia. Uh, everybody's eating caviar. Everybody's eating special food. You're not used to something, but speakers that language. Everybody has to dress a certain way. So therefore, you cannot force her. She's uncomfortable living in the, in the, in the good neighborhood. Leave me alone. I'm not interested in this new neighborhood. Okay, now the Gemara comes along and says, We understand why you cannot force her. If she was living in a krach, you cannot force her to go to the Eid. Why? You have the supermarkets in the krach. You have the, the shuk in the, the krach. It's easier for her to buy all the groceries in the krach. But if you sell it to a city, they don't have, uh, the Eid doesn't have this. You don't have all the products. But you're upgrading her. To move her from an in to a krach, why not? 
To live in the big cities, it's not so easy on the body. How do we know Shneimad? When the Jewish people came back uh, in the times of Nehemiah, so those Jews that decided to live in Jerusalem, what does the Pasuk say? You know why? Because it's not easy to live in Yerushalayim. Because Yerushalayim is a krach. And therefore, it's, uh, it takes a stone. And therefore, the fact that they needed a special benachah for those that decided to live in Yerushalayim, you see, that even though they have a lot of products, a lot of marketplaces, you cannot force a lady to go from the ear to the krach. Rabban Shimon Megamir Lomit. Rabban Shimon Megamir came along and said, even if she comes from a naveya la'a, from a bad dwelling, you cannot force her to move to a good dwelling. Why? Because the change is going to affect her health. My bodek, says, Kedish Shmuel, the Amar, Shinui Veset, that when you start to change the diet, like I said, now she's going to start eating better foods. What happens? The changing of the diet causes the body to get sick. And therefore, what happens? Digestion. Now, all of a sudden, she's an upset stomach. Why? She's not used to these fancy foods. And therefore, you see, Shinui Veset. Where does Shinui Veset begin? Which means a person's cycle changes of the health. It starts It starts in the when, when, when you change your, 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 your eating, eating habits, and therefore it says, Katuv Besefer Ben Sira. Ben Sira was a book of advice. Every day of the poor man's life is bad. The poor man does not have a good day. What do you mean? He has Shabbat Ani. He has Yamim Tovim. What's the matter? What happens on Shabbat? Good. What happens on Shabbat? The Ani eats different foods. And he's not used to eating those foods. So what happens on Shabbat? He has a stomachache the whole Shabbat. So therefore, even on Shabbat, his days are bad. A regular rich guy, he can tolerate the Shabbat. He's used to eating good stuff. But the Ani, during the week, he suffers because Enlo. The Shabbat, And therefore, it causes a change in his, uh, in his metabolism and his diet. And therefore, what does that cause him? So Jabara says, Ben Sira Omer, Afnelot. Well, not only the days of the Ani are miserable, but even his nights. That's what it says, Kod Yemeh. Kod is including even the nights. Now, why are the nights of an Ani miserable? Bishfal Gagim Gago. His roof is on a lower place. He cannot build on a high top. He builds in a low place. So what happens? All the rain of all the high houses fall on his roof. So he hears the pitter patter of the rain the whole night. So he can't sleep. He cannot afford to plant in the valley. So where does he plant? On the, on the, on the rooftop, on the hills. So what happens? The rain from the other roofs that are higher than him land on his roof. And what happens? The He fertilizes his fields. But where is his fields? On high. The wind comes and blows all his fertilizer to the fields that are down. So Meskid, he doesn't even have... Uh, it doesn't even have uh, uh, enough uh, benefit over here in such a case over there. Therefore, he doesn't lose not only in the day, but Meskin, he loses also at night. Which means, now let's say you have a couple and uh, you want to force them to move to Eris Israel. So a, poor, a person who's living in Hosta Aris can force his family to say, we are moving to Eris Israel. But if they're living in Eretz Israel already, he cannot force his family to make Yerida. You can force your family to make Aliyah. But you cannot force them to make Yerida. Wow. Let's say they're living in Hosta Aris, or they're living in a different no, city. Israel, or, or let's say, well, let's say they're living in a different city yeah. in Eretz Israel. Yeah. You can force them to make Aliyah to Yerushalayim. Yeah. But you cannot force them to make Either spouse can force the other one to make this uh, or not make this move. And the Mishnah continues. Let's say a guy married a girl in Israel. And he divorced her in Israel. When he pays her the Ketubah, which currency does he use? It's Israel currency. But let's say he divorced her in Kapotkia. It sounds like that the obligation is where you got married and where you obligated yourself. 
Where did he get married? In Israel. Where did he obligate himself to Ketubah? In Israel. Therefore, he only has to pay the currency of Israel, which is not as expensive as Kaputkia. Nasa Isha Kaputkia. Let's say he married in Kaputkia. That's outside of Israel. Israel. And he divorced her in Israel. <clears throat> well, it sounds like it should be Kaputkia, because that's where the Ayub was. But it says, no. In that case, we go the opposite. We see you only have to pay our I'm not going to say there's a contradiction over here. Why in this case, when the obligation was in Kaputkia, even though the divorce was an Israel, why do you pay Israel currency? We will see. He says, no. You was in Kaputkia, therefore you pay it. Even though she got divorced in Israel, you pay Kaputkia money, which is a bigger sum. Everybody agrees. You could force everybody to move to Eris Israel. Hakol. Who's Hakol? Who is it coming to include? It's coming to include Abadim. Let's say you have an Evidavri. And the Evidavri is in Hosaris. You could force the Evidavri to move to Eris Israel. You can force the Ebedivri. Ulman detani abadim behedya, but some have this in the Mishnah. Some say it's beferush. So therefore, if it says beferush abadim, la'atuyimai, what is that call coming to include? La'atuyimai naveha yafeh naveha ra'ah. Here, if the guy has a beautiful villa in Hosa'ares, he could force his family to move to a, 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 an inferior dwelling in Eris Israel. And even if you're moving from a Good place to a bad place, you can force them. The call Motsi'im, which is once they're in Eris Israel, you can't force them to leave. La'atu Yemai, who is that coming to the cruise? It's a call, and a call Motsi'im. So it says, La'atu Yemai, La'atu Yemai, Shabarah Mutsa'aris, Israel. Let's say, guys, an Ebed Kanani, and his Ebed Kanani ran, escaped from Utsla'aris, and ran to Eris Israel. So now he wants to bring him back. Now he's too stuck. And therefore, the Amina Leh, in such a case, we tell the master, Zamninu Haka Bezil, sell him in Israel. That's it. Sell him. Sell him to a different guy in Israel. Mishum Yeshivat Eris Israel. Why? There's a mitzvah to settle Eris Israel. Every extra guy we get to come to Eris Israel, we keep him. And therefore, he loses his Ebit. Now, the Ebit's going to have to so compensate him. Huh? Ebit Kanani. לא, <laughs> And a lady can have a mitzvah yishiva in Israel. So if you say a lady has an obligation of it, said no problem. Or you can say, like I said, mitzvah yishiva said that the biyamadim kinanim, and there's people to work, and therefore other people will come and live in Israel. Hakol maalim Yerushalayim. Everybody is uh, uh, you move up to Yerushalayim. And that means even if you're living in a different city, you can force them. So it says latuyim. I wasn't coming to include latuyim in abeha yafal and abeha ra'ah. Even though you have a beautiful villa in Tel Aviv and you're going to move to a, a, an inferior place in Yerushalayim, Ma'alim, even to a lower place. Once you're in once you're Yerushalayim, you cannot force them. That even if you're living in a bad place, you don't make them move to a good place. You can't force them. <laughs> to move them. Obviously, we just said you could move them to a bad place. So if you could move them to a bad place, certainly if they're in a bad place already, you're not going to take them out. So the Gemara says, you didn't, need to be, you didn't need to tell me that. We just said, you're allowed to move your family from a, a beautiful villa in Tel Aviv to an inferior place. In so if you live in Yerushalayim, so if I'm living in an inferior place already, certainly you can't move them. Why does it have to tell me that? In Motsi'im. If I can move them to a bad place, certainly I can't take them out of a bad place. So the Gemara says, But I need the Tanaresha in Motsi'im. Tani Sibba Nami in Motsi'im. It's Derek Agab. Since in the beginning, the Mishnah said, 
Israel, we said in the Sefa, we didn't have to say that case. Because again, once I told you that, once I told you that, that you, you could move to a bad, you could force them to move to a bad place, so certainly you can't force them to uh, 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 leave. That goes without saying. Now we get to Mahlukot between husband and wife. Who Omer Laalot? He wants to move to Israel or to Jerusalem. He Omer it. She doesn't want to move. Kofin or Tal Laalot. He forced her. Bim Laalot. I don't want to go. What happens? That Zebel look ketubata. He can divorce her. He does not have to pay her ketubah. He Omer it Laalot. She says she wants to move up to Israel or to Jerusalem. Who Omer Shelo Laalot. Kofin or Tal Laalot. Now we force the husband to go up. He doesn't want In this case, he divorced somebody has to pay the ketubah. He omerit latzet. The omerit shelo latzet. Because now they want to make yirida. So she comes along and says, I want to leave Eretz Yisrael. And he says, what? I don't. Or Jerusalem. Kofin or tashulot. You force her. And what? We love to say, otherwise she can get divorced without a ketubah. Who omerit latzet? The omerit shelo latzet. She says, no, I don't want to leave Eretz Yisrael. Kofin or Toshlots, they force him. And if he doesn't want to listen, now we have a question. We learned in the Mishnah, if you get married in Eretz Israel and you get divorced in Eretz Israel, where do you pay the Ketubah? According to the currency of Eretz Israel. But then the Mishnah said that if you get married in Eretz Israel and you get divorced in Kapotkia, you pay Eretz Israel. What do you mean? Uh, 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 sorry, if you got married in, 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 in Kapotkia and you got divorced, it's Israel. Israel. You, have, you have a contradiction. You got married in Israel. I got divorced in Kapotkia. What do we say? Why? You go according to where the obligation was. Where was the obligation? Where you got married. And that's Israel. However, where the payment is, not where the obligation was. So the answer is, this is a kula of ketubah that will always give the cheaper of the two payments. Why? This opinion holds ketubah is only with Rabbanan. And therefore, since it's with Rabbanan, Sometimes it goes after the shabud. Sometimes it goes after the place where it gets paid. What is it telling you on? What's the cheaper? Because ketubah so, so is the banan. So the lady always loses. You're correct. Because ketubah is the banan. Husband has the advantage. Because ketubah is the banan. He says, no. If the chiyub is in kaputkia, you pay kaputkia. Why? Kasamar ketubah the oraita. And if it's in the oraita, you're obligated to pay the ketubah from the bigger coins, which is kaput. So that's basically the look in the Mishnah. Is ketubah the oraita or the rabbanan? If you cannot be lenient on a ketubah payment, and you have to follow the Torah, then it all goes according to the place of the shabud. If it's rabbanan, you can say rabbis decided. Sometimes you go after the shabud, sometimes you go after the payment, depending on what's cheaper. But according to Shimon Gamliel, since the oraita follows the always the shabud. Tan rabbanan hamotzi shtarhom al habero. Fine. A guy comes along and has a shtarhov against his friend. He puts a shtarhov against his friend. And what does it say in the shtarhov? Katubo Bavim. It says that the place where they obligated themselves was in Bavim. Bavim. You got to use the money of Bavim to pay. Katubo Eretz Israel. Then everybody, Magbim Mimaot Eretz Israel. Katubo Setam. It doesn't say anything. It just says, doesn't say the place. So what do you do in such a case? Hotsio Bavim, Magbim Mimaot Bavim. Depends where he takes the shtar out. If he presents the shtar in Babel, then you pay in Babel money. If he presents the shtar in Eretz Israel, then it's presented in Eretz Israel uh, money. Now, what's the what's the logic over here? The, the, the one logic is that the place where he took the shtar to get paid, that's the place where the shabud was. We assume that the place where he's coming to get paid is the place where the shtar was was made. And if, since we follow where the Sherbud was, <coughs> how do I know where the Sherbud was when the Shtar is vague? Ella, where the guy's coming to collect, we say that's the place where the Sherbud was, was made uh, initially. Let's say it says, I owe uh, Kesef, Me'a Kesef. 
but it doesn't say what type of kesef. Yeselaim, dinarim, pundim. There's different type of coins. Ma Whatever the lover wants to pay, can pay. It didn't say I, I can pay him in, in the quarters. Bitcoin. Bitcoins, exactly. Silver, silver bitcoins. Mashi inkem biketuba. But this does not apply to ketuba. Mazi mashi inkem biketuba. Yeah. We gave two laws in this praita. Then you say mashi inkem ketuba. Which law does not apply to ketuba? Amarav Shmashashiyah. Which means, you remember we said over here that uh, if you write stam in a ketuba, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, stam in a shtarhov. We well, say wherever well, you're collecting it, but not by a ketubah. Yeah. Ketubah, we say ketubah to the banan, wherever yeah. the cheaper is. So it's not based on right. where you're collecting. But it's not like right. the banan, because he says the banan is the right. So he would say you always go according to the more expensive of the of the place where the share mood was. Ketubo kesef stam. Okay, kesef stam, you pay whatever you want. Maybe the fact that it didn't say Kesef uh, maybe means to pay even a, a piece piece of silver, not a coin, even uh, a silver uh, uh, metal. metal. No, it just said matbeya kesef, but didn't say which type of coin. Maybe it means pennies, because there's also a small coin called pirite. says Okay, come on, people don't make uh, little coins like that out of silver. Now this guy happens to have them. Uh, that clearly was not the intention. A person should always try to live in even in a city that the majority are going. Wow. And don't live in even in the city that's Rob Israel. Whoever lives in Eretz Israel, hey, he has a God. It's like he has a God. Whoever lives in Israel, it's bad news. As the says, it made it worse. So he says over here, Like it says now, they kicked me out of Israel. To enjoy the the nahala, the, uh, the dwelling of Hashem. The more, as if they told me, lech avod eduim aharim. As if they told me, go worship Abu Dazara. Who told David to go worship Abu Dazara? So he's saying that to cause me to leave Eretz Israel, it's as if they brought me to uh, Abu Dhabi. Right. So he says, What's the difference between the two, by the way? So you have to explain that. I think some, some explain that in, in Eretz Israel, it says, Eretz Hashem, Hashem Doresh Otatamin. All the other uh, the countries. They're run by Malachim. That's where the Shefa comes through the Malach. But through Eretz Israel, the Shefa comes direct. So therefore, when it says in Eretz Israel, whoever lives in Hussas, Kemisha in Eloa, which means he's getting the Shefa from, from the Malachim. From the Malachim. Uh, uh, but in Eretz Israel, you're getting it 
you're getting it uh, direct. And therefore, it's not said the 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 the, the hara is not the uh, is not the same. That's a strong uh, strong opinion over here. Like it says in the pasuk. Exactly. It's his land and where his nation. Exactly. The land does not tolerate of the Abu Dazara and Megale Arayon. Because the land doesn't tolerate uh, uh, the of Re but so therefore uh, it, it, the land will always purify itself. the land can tolerate it. Therefore, it's better to live in Eretz Yisrael because it's more kedusha. That's one. Uh, that's one way. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. Tomorrow's nap has actually a, a different opinion. We'll wait for tomorrow's nap. Amen. Amen.